Welcome, 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 everyone. Uh, special edition of Sideline Junkies. Uh, keeping it local today. Something that we've talked about, myself and BJ, for quite some time. And I'm joined by BJ, by the way. What's going on, everybody? And we always talk about the attendance at FedEx Field, which is my home stadium, but it's the home stadium of the five-time world champion Washington Redskins, no matter how you want to shape that up. So don't try to argue me on that because it is five times, and I I don't want to get into an argument with a Cowboy fan or anybody else about why it's five times. So with that being said, KG, I think it's a, I think it's a little bit deeper than that. I think not, a, not even just the attendance, the overall aura of the stadium. That from, from buying the tickets all the way to game day to leaving, I, I think that that entire process is the problem. I, you know what? And I agree with you. And as a Redskin fan, now you and I, together and separately, have been to several games there. Uh, Redskin games. Um, I went to see my beloved Notre Dame Fighting Irish take on the Navy Midshipmen about uh, what was that four years ago, and I, I it was great seats. It was cold, and I had tears frozen on my face because I was so happy just to see my boys play. Um, but that doesn't explain why the Redskins go through. These they have gone through this attendance woes the last few years. Well, and, go ahead, go ahead. I, I'm sorry to keep cutting. I don't want to keep cutting you off, but um, we got an email, and we're going to read that email in just a second. Um. And it just highlights a lot of things that contribute to the problems at FedEx Field. Um, how many years has there been a waiting list, KG? Oh, wow. At FedEx Field, there's been a waiting list since it opened now, in 97. Well, not even just FedEx Field. Redskins, period. How long have they been had a waiting list? Jeez, how do we? <laughs> I think there's been... <laughs> I think there's been a waiting list all our lives, and, and, with, and we're eighty babies. And and with that being said, this year ended that streak of home sellouts, and they announced that they no longer had a waiting list, which mm-hmm. was which was I believe packed with two hundred thousand plus waiters. I heard as high as four hundred thousand. Okay. And the, the the sad part about it is <laughs> the it was uncovered that they weren't all fans. They were mostly tickets for uh third party sellers like your stub hubs and your ticket masters and things like that. Those they were had the tickets on hold for such people and and that's why you couldn't sell season tickets because they were letting them be sold through other outlets. Well, KG, I'm gonna give you the honor since this is the hometown team, your squad, of reading the email we received concerning FedEx Hill. All right. Um, this is from No State Jake. 
And he says, recently started listening and really like your show. A lot of folks in the metro area, like a lot of folks in the metro area, I commute to work and listen to podcasts to fill my time. I'll be tuning in every week to hear you guys break down the state of the NFL. In your most recent podcast, you discuss the general displeasure and the Redskins' ability to fill their own stadium with loyal crowds. I wonder if it's contributed by D.C.'s transitory nature. So many summer interns and ladder climbers come through here. I expect most people are from somewhere else when I meet them. Those Golden State, those Golden State Warrior fans moved here to take government jobs, and the Cowboys just travel well and spotlight this truth. It's been a long time since the Hogs symbolized the local fanfare of the, of the Skins. Also, I wonder how much this can be attributed to the general animosity held towards the team owner, Daniel Snyder. I imagine every fan base falls out of love with an owner during a playoff drought, but the hate for Dan is real. Do you think that's something special to DC and maybe could be contributing to a weak fan supporting Landover? Anyways, best wishes and keep up the good work, Jake. Huh? Let's dive into that. Um, he makes a couple of good points. Um, as far as dancing, I, I know a lot of Cowboy fans. I want to say he, it's a high percentage. I want to say probably seven to eight out of every ten Cowboy fans that I talk to, I speak with, hate Jerry Jones. Mm. Hate hate the decisions he's making, how um, the, the personnel decisions, everything. It felt like the coaching decisions, you know, it just felt like that it should be. I, I, and I don't think it's just Cowboy fans. I think it's general NFL felt like Jerry Jones probably needs to take a couple of steps back and let somebody qualify. No, that's not to say Jerry Jones isn't qualified. He's ran a successful franchise probably, I think, they're the most um, – I think they're the most far valuable franchise, sports franchise in the yes. world. I, I believe they still are. So, I mean, it's not really much you could tell Jerry Jones what he's doing wrong. Um, but with that being said, I, I, I think it is some hate towards Dan Snyder. I think it's died down a little bit. Um, I know when he when he first took over the team and the moves he made, that North Turner era, um, I know that he was high in the ranks of a lot of uh, uh, Redskins fans crosshairs. But I think now, I think he's he stepped back a lot and let the people that he's hiring run the team and not have his name so much in it. What you think, KG? I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And, you know, I always I say the same thing. And the 2000 Redskins, oh, no, I'm sorry, the 01 Redskins with Marty Schottenhammer. Those were called the Fortune 500 Redskins with Bruce Smiths and uh, 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 Deion Sanders in his burgundy and gold pinstripe suit. Um, if he would have did the same thing for Norv and opened up his pocketbook and spent the money like that with Norv, I think Norv could have won here. Norv won a, a NFC Championship game. I'm sorry, NFC Championship, NFC East Championship with Brad Johnson at quarterback. Michael Westbrook, Albert Connell, uh, Stephen Alexander, Stephen Davis in the backfield with Larry Sinners. I mean, he had the players, but then very good, right? But then you didn't build on that success. You say, you know what, no, this is it. 
It's done. It's done. You let Terry Rubisky coach for three games, and to be quite honest, first black head coach of the Redskins, I felt we were part of history. Because matter of fact, his the last game of that season against the Cardinals, you and I were at that game. That was our first game, and I feel we was. I always feel we're a part of history with that. But then you built. You did nothing to build off of it. You bring, you know, you had Vinny Serrato, who's kind of sort of your best friend, and he made BS moves. So, yeah, and the blame started from the top because he was trying so much to be like Jerry Jones, that hands-on owner that got his hands in everything. Yeah, it's it's way more than just looking at a name and saying, I'm going to sign this name because he's he's a big name. And I think that's a, a, a period the Redskins went through um, just signing people because the, because of the name and not the production, and we you swung and miss on a lot of players. Yes, but um, then also you, know, you had a lot of players that were in that were homegrown in the pipeline, ready to step up yes, that were released, not resigned, and they went elsewhere and blew up. Antonio Pierce yeah. is one. Yeah, Antonio Pierce was heated. He was. He was. I remember that he was heated when he left here, and he did not appreciate how he was treated. Um, shoot, we. I mean, you want to go back the Chad Belly trade? Yes, Chad Belly did, did not appreciate how the Redskins treated him, and I think the Redskins got the short end on that deal. And I know we're supposed to be talking more about FedEx Field, but I think the Redskins got the short end of that deal. The Clinton Porter trade. I, I just don't ever see a, a a point where you trade a a shutdown corner for a a good back. I just it's they were blinded by fifteen hundred yards the first two years. All right. Well I mean they they they've been blinded by a lot of things. They they gotta get it really I mean it's gotten better. If you you sit here and look at the moves they made, I think Borderline, the Josh Norman deal is going to be a whiff because he's not playing like a number one corner. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you one of the main issues I have with FedEx Field, and the tickets for the most part are, are easy to buy. You know, you can go to StubHub, you can go to Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster, um, they've been promoting on Team Nine Eighty um, about Redskins.com now how to be cheaper to buy cheaper and easier to buy the tickets. They want you to go to the site, get them from the home team, and not go through, you know, all these resellers and stuff. Fine. Okay. Perfect. I have no problem with that. So I say ticket ease, buying the tickets. I give them, you know, an eight, eight and a half out of ten. That's fine. That's part of every team in the league. My issue is when you have to go to that game. Now, when, when, the, when the stadium first opened in 97, I believe it was. Yes, maybe? sir. September 14th. Um, they had a real good deal set up with the local bus company and they had shuttles taking people from the metro station, drop you off right in front of the door, in there, and then back. Round trip. Um, a lawsuit happened um, saying that public tra- the public transportation company couldn't charge more than their normal fare for the round trip. And I think the normal fare around that time had to be like a buck 25 or mm-hmm. something. And I, th- and I think the bus company was charging like was it five or ten dollars for the round? No, trip? it was only five dollars. It was the same 
the same amount as uh at the time two all day passes. So I thought that was a good deal. Yeah, you, you're asking a company to do this, cover overtime, fuel, maintenance. I think that's a good deal. So the once the lawsuit hit, the bus company was like, "Hey, y'all on your own." So, and since then. Morgan Boulevard, Metro Station, uh, right off of Central Avenue, right off of 495 in Maryland, is the closest Metro Station to FedEx Field. And that is a good 25-minute walk, KG? About. Uphill. <laughs> okay. It's uphill. And when you're a fat, out-of-shape guy like me, a 25-minute <laughs> walk uphill... Like, by the time you get to the stadium, you feel like you played a half. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to stop you, you right there. Hold up. Now, this man is lying, you guys. He's talking about fat, out-of-shape guy like him. We've walked around that stadium four times. I'm gassed out after two. He's talking about, let's go two more. He's talking about he out of shape. That's a lie. But, see, we're walking around the stadium working out. But for the most part, it's level. And it was humid. It's not. Yeah, but I can deal with level and humid. I can't deal with going up a hill and humid and then walking with thousands of other fans trying to get to the stadium, fighting for space on the sidewalk. For the most part, I mean, traffic shut down, so you don't really have to worry about traffic too much or it's very limited because there are houses there that, you know, regular people have to get in and out of. So for me, that is a, a big issue, and I think, Someone like the Redskins um, can, could afford shuttles. You know, it, they could. Um, the other thing I, I'm, I'll touch into, and I'll, I'll turn it back over to you, KG, is that this, I think the record over the last five years has probably been, uh, what was it, KG? Was it one? I, 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 the last 56 games. I, uh, it's, yes. what was it? Uh, twenty-eight, twenty-eight, and one, and, and one last fifty-seven games. This is last week, so now it's twenty-nine, twenty-eight, and one. So that means this team has been very mediocre over the last fifty-something odd games, and right now, with the Redskins top five in ticket prices, yeah, that's a prop. That's a problem for me. Like even. The recent Cleveland Cavaliers game with the LeBronless Cavaliers selling their tickets for two dollars. Like, know what your part, know the product you're putting on the field. Know that the the majority of your fans really can't afford to go to a game. That's a it's a it's a luxury to be able to go to a game because you have to get there. Um, if you're taking the metro, I mean. You can't really carry food with you because you, it's only certain containers and bags you could bring in the stadium. And I'm saying even if you were to eat it in the park, parking lot, basically you got to throw a bag away. Yeah, you, I mean, you can bring it in a, a paper bag, I guess, and eat something real quick. Mm-hmm. But other, other than that, you know, you're kind of short. But those are my two major issues, KG. I'm going to turn it over to you because I know you're going to dig a little bit deeper than I, and then we will, we'll, we'll figure out – what else is wrong at FedEx Field? Well, let, let, I'm, I'm going to take it back a little ways. Now, I've been a Redskin fan for, I'm not afraid to say it, 35 out of 37 years of life because I was born a Redskin fan and I took two two seasons away to feel closer to one of my cousins who was a Buffalo Bills fan. 
So I wanted to feel closer to him while he was away at college, and I became a Buffalo Bill fan for, for a little while. But I came back home. Shame yeah, on Yeah, well, I wanted to feel close. That was my big cousin. And one thing about FedEx Field that I always said was kind of weird, and but it, at the time, it really wasn't too weird because the at the time, the Bullets played at the Capitol Center, USA Arena, which was right down the street from where FedEx Field is located. And they played, they were the Washington Bullets. So it wasn't really weird for them to be named the Washington Redskins and they're playing in Merle. But this stadium opened in 97 at 80,116. It was bigger than the 54,000 seat stadium at RFK. But the problem was this <laughs> this stadium has never felt like home. And any Redskins fan, any longtime Redskins fan, to know what I'm talking about. When, yeah, a lot of fans travel well. The Pittsburgh Steelers travel very well, especially when they come down here. They play, they travel very well. The Cowboy fans, it's a lot of Cowboy fans in the DMV. And, you know, if you were born in the 90s, in, in the early to mid-90s, of course, you're a Cowboy fan because the Redskins weren't winning, so you're a Cowboy fan. And I don't, I don't really consider you a real Cowboy fan. Uh, but all of those people that were born in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, being Cowboy fans, I understand that. And that's, that's different. But anytime an opposing team can come into your stadium and have your stadium louder for the opposing team, than it does for the home team. That's a problem. Now, granted, you can't control who you sell tickets to. But when the tickets are available, how many Redskins fans actually show up? That's my problem. I mean, you, you call yourselves diehards, but then you bash the team even when they win. But then the true diehards are trying to be optimistic and, you know, telling you, hey, you, you're wrong. And, you know, you might as well go be a Cowboy fan. That's one problem I have. It's just fandom, period. You can't call yourself a Redskins fan if you never support the team. Well, well, and, and, and to, to come to the defense of those people, <clears throat> because Capital One Arena suffers from this just with the Wizards. The Capitals is already. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Wizards suffer this too. Anybody comes to town that's a top 10 team is 60-40 that team. It's no, it's no more home advantage for the Wizards. I'm watching the, the Packers and the Rams and the Packer fans are in the Cheeseheads are in LA. Okay. It's, it's, it's almost sounds like a home game for the Packers. So you're 100% right. But I think it goes back to your area, your demographic. And let's just say let's, I want to be fair because I, I don't want to say let's just say t- two tickets plus tax is 225. Two, about 225, between two and 225, the, you know, the 400 section, and you probably get two, you know, back ones for something like that. When you're, when you're in an area where, you know, I mean, the surrounding area of that stadium, that's medium to low income. True indeed. So, your immediate support group can't afford to go to the game. 200 dollars for a medium household income is groceries for the week. You cannot justify spending $200 on 
Redskin tickets and then trying to figure out what you and your kids going to eat the rest of the week. It, it just it's just not feasible. So to that point, that's why I said the product on the field hasn't been good. It's been okay, but the ticket prices show a top ten team, and it's not the mm-hmm. case. So that's where, like, one of my big issues. Like, you get in there, like, look, we, we we've been alive. I've been alive for thirty seven. You've been alive for thirty seven years. Any games we went to stadiums, you expect for them to rip the the leather out of you and buy beer, food, pretzels, anything. That's the normal. Okay, but if you're gonna rip the the the, the leather out of my wallet, have me some good food. Mm-hmm. Have me something that another stadium doesn't have. Everybody got you're gonna have hot dogs, pretzels, burgers. Now let's take it to a next step. What what's this area known for? Half smokes. Why isn't it half smokes? What Ben's Chili Bowl? I think Ben's Chili Bowl has a location in National Stadium. Uh, they had a. They used to have a location in FedEx Field. I don't know if it's still there though. Okay, okay, but it, I was saying the local homegrown people bring me some good food if you're gonna rip my wallet. And you can't. You know, you mean? can't go wrong with chicken wings and mumbo sauce. I'm sorry. You can't go wrong with it. Absolutely not. I, uh, that's the, see, that's that's another thing right there. The type of food you're serving is stadium food, granted, but it's not good all the time. I mean, you got to go. <laughs> how can you mess up a Papa John's pizza? And that little personal pizza is like twelve dollars. Is it twelve dollars? I, I thought it was like fifteen. It, it might be fifteen now, but it, it's too much. You go to uh, Bullwalk Fries, which is actually in there, and you thinking you getting the big cup of fries? Nah, Jack, you getting that? You got fifth. You could count the fries in the in the in the in the in the, in the container. That right there, concessions, is another reason why people don't show up. But not only that, think about this, and you said it before: getting to the stadium, in and out of the stadium, when. The Redskins were in D.C. They were in RFK. RFK sits on top of a metro station. How about that? When you come out of Stadium Armory, you walk to the right or the left, depending on where you're at, which exit you come out of. And maybe, on, and it's a downhill walk at that, maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, at the most. And you, and then it was it's ample. And, and, and what's what's uh what's FedEx Field parking? Fifteen, twenty thousand. I think it's more than that. Cause you know you got, and that's the, that's another thing. How is it that you can sell the stadium out, but you charge so much for parking? Like they hit your head with parking. It, it, it's a shame. But at 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 RFK, you could sell the whole entire stadium. I was only fifty four thousand. But you can sell the stadium out, parking lot's full, and you still got empty spaces. I, I, I don't understand it. Well, I mean, when it becomes about money, that's what you're going to get. And you, you know um, what? We had a uh, – I talked to a gentleman on Twitter, Big Smooth 399, and I had posted something 
Wednesday, tweeted something out Wednesday, just talking about the Redskins woes with attendance. And, you know, we talked about different solutions. Now, let, let me write, this is the last, this is an average attendance the last 10 years. Now, in 2008, what did the Redskins see from, uh, they went from 91.665 in 2008 to 91.704 from 09 and 010 and 10. Uh, 2011, they dropped it down to 83,000. 2012, they ripped out even more seats and dropped it down to 2000 um, to 79,000. And in 2015, it went back up to 82,000. Okay, here's the average from 2008 to last year: 88,604 in 2008, 84,794.09. 2010, 83,173. 2011, 76,921. 2012, 79,654. In 2012, we won the NFC East Championship. 77,220 in 2013. 77,964,2014. 76,209,2015. 78304 in 2016 and 75175 in 2017. These numbers are horrible. And I said something to you on Twitter earlier this week also, and I was telling you that the um the Cleveland Browns don't put a good product out, but they sell out the stadium. And 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 if you look at the uh, and when you said that when we was going back and forth on Twitter, I looked that up. The Redskins are actually have better attendance by about ten ten thousand. Twelve thousand. Red- yeah, the Redskins uh, average attendance for last year seventy five one seventy five. Brown sixty three thousand eight eight three. Okay, for some reason I cannot find how many. I want to say it's about fifteen or. Between fifteen and twenty thousand parking spaces at FedEx Field. Mm. That's be- between all their lots because they have a lot off the off the down um, White Sea Road, the Gray Lot. They have a lot going out two hundred two. So and, yeah, and then you have the uh, the grass lots also. And guess what? If you park all the way down there, you pay for parking down at one of these lots. You have to walk back. Up. And it used to be a shuttle that brought you from the lot to the door. I think that is absolutely crazy. If if I'm paying, I'd rather pay you $5 more for parking if you come get me from one of the, like the gray lot is off of Bright Seat Road. That That's an uphill battle. Um, it's, a, it's a lot down Landover Road. I'm looking at the map that's not being shown right now. But it's a lot of lots like like come get me and bring me up to the stadium, please. Let, um. let me throw this out to you, BJ. Now we talk about the Cleveland Browns, and the Cleveland Browns have been a, a woeful franchise the last few years. Mm-hmm. Now the capacity of First Energy Stadium, sixty seven thousand eight ninety five. But they they averaged sixty three thousand eight eight three last year. Now the capacity for uh, FedEx Field is eighty two thousand. 82,000, but you only average 75, 175. But what's what would have would have been the Cleveland Brown price? I guarantee their you, prices are probably Cleveland, way better. That, and, and that's the reason why 
if if the team sucks, we've we've done this at plenty of Wizards games. The team sucks, but they're making the tickets affordable. Yeah. Twenty dollars a ticket, fifteen dollars a ticket, and a hot dog and a soda. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm there. I can afford that. I'm there. I hop on a metro. I'm and there. when you get off the metro, it's not even a five minute walk. You walk out of the metro station, oh, no. you're right at the front door. You're already at the front door, ready to get in line if it's a line. And the the that that experience right there, I I love that. I just for for me for Capital One Arena is just keeping the other teams fans out of there. And 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 the email we got earlier makes a really good point about the DC in and outs. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are here for a limited time, and and it's just recreation for them versus your diehards getting in there and supporting the team. Now. <laughs> one thing I'll say about Capital One and the reason why you get so many Golden State and Laker fans and things like that because of course they're all over the area but Susan O'Malley who was one of the first female executives in the, in the NBA she did this marketing campaign where you know the Bullet Slash Wizards weren't very good they were okay, but they weren't very good. And this, I'm talking all the way back to the Ross Strickland era. So when you had names like your Michael Jordans, your Kobe Bryant, your Kill O'Neal's, Dwayne Wade, she would package, and especially if you had them on back-to-back home games, they would sell packages. Come see your favorite stars take on the Wizards. And that's how they sold the stadium out. And then also they would have uh, Retro Night. With tickets where uh, you go back to like 1972 or something like that. They'll pick a year in the 70s or, or you know, 1979, which was a championship year for the for the Bullets. And they'll drop prices down to $9. But it's just the upper ring of the stadium that's $9. Okay, and that's fine. When is the last time the Redskins have done something? They need like to do, a, do a, a retro game. 1972. You, you you take the years that the Redskins were successful, and you say we're going to drop the prices for the upper bowl to this price of of what a standard seat would cost at RFK Stadium. And and we're, and we're not trying to take money out the Redskins' pockets. Like I enjoy going to the game. I know it's not the best stadium in the league, though. No, and it's sad, and it makes me sad because I grew up in PG County, and I know. That it would, if and when Dan Snyder gets the the chance to pull a trigger on a new stadium, he will, and that's going to leave a big void in the middle of PG County, which they're going to put some residential stuff up and shopping or whatever else they're going to put up there. It's it's plenty of space for everything, but it, it was bought when it, when it came to the county, it was an opportunity for jobs eight plus times out of the year. Um, I know a lot of people that have worked there that really enjoy it. But you have to get creative. Yes. You have you're you're com- you're competing with people at home in a massage heated recliner that has a control in it. They don't never have to leave the seat with a 4K TV that makes it look like you're at the game. Now I I still haven't experienced a 4K TV, KG. So the HD I'm getting now from my files is awesome. I you know it, it, to me that's awesome. So you're telling me it's another level of watching a game that, that's crisper and clearer, I can't wait to see it. I just can't afford a 4K TV right hey. now. <laughs> so, you know. 
But, but, wait, wait. And then, we are accepting donations. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got NFL Red Zone, which I'm subscribed to. They're showing me all the game. You have to give me a reason to leave my house. And you know what? If you remember, oh, my God, this was years ago. This is around the same time that uh, Sunday ticket started right before Red Zone. You could go into the stadium. And depending on where you were sitting at, if you paid like an extra ten or twelve dollars, they would give you the handheld uh, device where it would, it would check in every time somebody was in a red zone, so you could watch the game you were at, but you could also watch the other games around the I league. I remember that. I remember and I, that. And I think, I think they went away from that because these mobile devices we have probably got way. Like I could go. Speaking of mobile devices, the the signal is horrible at FedEx Field. Just you know, it's it's very iffy. But if you have files or Xfinity, whatever you got, you can pull it up on your phone most of the right. time. Not you know, most of the time you can pull it up on your phone. But give me a poor man's suite. Give me a poor man's suite where it seats two, three hundred people. It's TVs everywhere. Give me a bar in there. Some simple food. It don't have to be. Uh, um, uh, Chef Ramsey back there cooking. <laughs> just give me some some hot dogs, some bratwurst, some hamburgers, fries, beer, some cold beverages, and let me. I I would go to the stadium just to just for that experience. You be you be with your Redskins fans, your Redskins faithful, watching every game, watching not watching of course the Redskins game on the big screen. I'm trying to figure out why they don't do that on on our home games. Hey, come in here. We got this. We go, we call. I don't. I, I'm just saying a poor man's suite. How much would you pay for that KG? You get you get a suite. It seats 300 people. Um, like I said beverages, hot dogs. You got to pay for that on mm-hmm. your own, or or maybe they can make it where you you could pay extra money and get unlimited hot dogs and fries or something like that. But you got to pay for your beverages, and you're sitting around, kind of like a Buffalo Wild Wings. You got the main Redskins if they're away on the TV. And you got TVs everywhere else with all the other games on cover. How much? How much? What's a fair price for that? For just one ticket, I say fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. But see now, I, I, you know what? If if anybody remembers, and you know we gamers here, you play Madden and you did owner mode, and you had to upgrade the stadium every year. This is an upgrade. Mm-hmm. But see, I would take it, and I would make one of those suites, and you open it up. You got. You, you know, you got your seats and everything. Or, you know what? It could be standing room only. But you, you can see that, yep. a perfect view of the field. So you got the red skin game. But, for you know, everybody's milling around. But you're, you're in there, 300 people max. But you got in the back of the room, you got grills. I'm talking about true grills. You got them cooking right then and there. Like, you're, you're at a cookout. And, and, I, it, it, you you speaking of grills? Just imagine if they had come come to to come to, come to FedEx Field on the away games and and tailgate and watch the game here. Yeah, kind of, five dollars to get five dollars to get in the park. What they do at other stadiums, especially you know, like if you got a team. Matter of fact, even though it was the Stanley Cup Finals, but when the Caps were in Las Vegas. You could go down to Capital One Arena and stand around. I mean, all of D.C. stood still that night. Yep. The Caps won a championship. It didn't matter 
you were Democrat, Republican, Black, White, Hispanic, Asian, didn't matter. If you were a Caps fan, everybody, sports brings people together. And especially when you all love the same team, that winning that Stanley Cup championship, just that alone showed you what a fan base is supposed to look like, how you're supposed to treat your fan base. When the Redskins play away playoff games, you don't have the stadium, oh, come into the stadium, but we're going to watch it on the big screen together. You don't have that. It's just, no, the stadium's closed, you know. Whatever. But you open that stadium up and you got 82,000 faithful win, lose, or draw that are there to watch the Redskins play another team, whether it be Seattle, the Rams, whoever. It's a playoff game. And see, see, I would I would limit it because you still got to remember how the, the in, in the other part of this equation is when the Redskins, the game ends, you have to leave that state. And that's another horrible experience. Yes. Getting out of that stadium, especially if you drove. And I've driven a couple of times, and it's just a mess. And it's like, it's been here for 20, 21 years. How come we can't get this right? But, oh, I lost the train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? For, for every problem that we're bringing up, we got a solution. Trust me. Okay, I, I'm sorry. What I was going to say is, of course, you can't bring... 70, 80,000 people every no. week. You, you still got people to live in the area. Traffic woes, 495 woes. People got to get to regular jobs. I'm saying open it up, limit it to a couple of thousand people that can drive you. You have over 10,000 spaces. Invite two or 3,000. That's not going to impact traffic. Invite two or 3,000 people. Come watch the game at the same And you know what? You invite, to be quite honest, and this is this is a way to bomb the community you got schools in that area you start inviting those students that got good grades come on out even though the Redskins are playing away this week come watch the game and then when they come back home we want you back again and you know how much you know how excited kids will be when going to their first stadium you know how many kids adults in this area have never been to a football mm-hmm. game I mean when, when we went to our first football game how old were we 18 Trying to hold back tears. Nope, nope. Take that back. We were 19. 19. 19. 19. I, re- I remember standing on the concourse watching the the, the, the Redskin marching band play. Yes. And, and just looking down at the field, that whole experience was out of this world. And you still have kids and you still have people in this area that's never experienced it. Get them in there. Mm-hmm. You got to get ways to get these people in there. Turn them into Redskin fans. That's how you build Reds. You, you just said build your community. That's how you breed Redskin fans. Bring them in there on your dime, and I guarantee you it'll pay you tenfold later Yes. On. And one of the biggest regrets that I have, and it's not really a regret, it's something that I, I, I feel that I, 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 I was too young to really experience, and that's going to see a game at RFK. Now, everybody knows RFK in the 80s, that stadium rocked. Literally, when they got loud, that's what I'm talking about. That's the that's when I say FedEx Field doesn't feel like home because that stadium does not rock. It doesn't. It's 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 a it's a Generation X stadium. Yeah, and you know everybody on their phones and coming in thirty minutes late, coming in second quarter, mm-hmm. leave at the beginning of the fourth. Our, exactly, trying to beat traffic instead of 
be in there in your seats 30, 20 minutes before kickoff, getting it riled up, getting it ready. And, and when the Redskins come out the tunnel, like, wow, it's time to go. You mm-hmm. know, they ready to go. We got to be ready to go. And, and it, it's not there. See, now, I, I keep going back to RFK. But RFK was a smaller stadium, 54,000. They didn't have to pipe in noise. It was a game against the Lions where the referee called Joe Gibbs over on the sideline and was like, you need to quiet this crowd down or I'm going to flag you for, uh, for, for noise. And he was like, I'm just going to keep flagging you 15 yards. Joe Gibbs had to come down. And they said it's ne- they've never announced it's like, I've never seen this before, and I've never seen it happen after this. He had to quiet the crowd down so uh, uh, Detroit could get their offense on the field and they could actually hit a place. 54,000 did that. Imagine if 82,000 screaming redskin lunatics did that. And I'm talking about the stadium shakes. And I've heard stories about people that lived around RFK said when the redskins scored in the 80s, it shook the windows of the apartments. Now, if you know how far apartments and houses are away from RFK, but they're still being, the windows are still shaking, mm-hmm. that's, that, that, that's something right there. <laughs> the fandom and I, I, nobody's rabbit fans anymore and I take it all the way back to uh, uh, the Baltimore Colts they used to call uh, Memorial Stadium up in Baltimore the largest outdoor insane asylum <laughs> and you didn't see uh, 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 you know Baltimore <laughs> playing Pittsburgh you didn't see Pittsburgh fans and they were they didn't dare go in the Memorial Stadium and see that's that's the problem with FedEx, you have fans. It's certain stadiums, and we talked. We talked about this off air. It's certain stadiums. You go in at your own risk with another team jersey on. Lincoln Financial, first place. Lincoln Financial. I was. I would say. I think they took over, but I. I would have said the black hole, and it's. It's. It's a shame that they're going to be leaving Oakland to go to Las Vegas because they're going to lose mm-hmm. that. I promise you, they're going to lose that. But it's just. The, the the Lincoln Financial, Oakland, uh, the Giants. When the Giants and the Jets play, you got problems yeah. there. Um, uh, what Where's another place where it's just uh, the, do- the, you, you the go- dog pound in Cleveland used to be pretty pretty vicious too. Yeah, it's, it's certain cities you go into where if this is your you're following your let's just say the Redskins going to play. Um, Going to play the Giants in the Meadowlands or where East 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 Rutherford, wherever they play at. It's not in New York, but I keep saying that because I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. We're the only team to play in New York. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> but if you're going up there, it's no way you're going up there less than fourteen. Yeah, you can't go. It's no way. It's it's no way. If 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 if, if, if Big Jim's is still a fan, Junie, they're going to Baltimore. To watch the Pittsburgh play the Ravens, you can't go in there less than four no. deep. You can't, and and and, and I'm gonna piggyback off the Ravens. The potential is there because the Ravens sell out their stadium, yeah. and the Ravens, the Ravens tickets are expensive. But guess what? But they put product, they put product. On but the guess field. what? When you're an opposing team, and you're an opposing team's fan, you think twice before going in there showing your colors. Yes, That's you the thing, and I, I'm not trying to incite violence or anything. But you got to know, you know what? I got to be careful. It's a lot of Redskins fans around here, especially as a Dallas fan. And uh, I, don't, I hate to be, feel like I'm picking on Dallas fans, but it needs to be said. 
if the Redskins are not playing Dallas, don't wear that dumbass star in our stadium. You come in here to see a football game. Keep that dumbass star home, man. I and BJ, remember we went to a preseason game against Buffalo, and we seen a dude get escorted out of there because they was getting ready to beat his ass. Yep, he had the Dallas. I, why, why, why come to an NFL stadium where your team's not playing with other gear on? Why, it, why even go through that? Like, it's not like they've won a Super Bowl in the last ten years. Last twenty. It's not. It, last 20. I mean, and it's same for the Redskins. It's not like it's something relevant. The only thing they got over the Redskins now is last two seasons, what, they're 4-1, last three seasons? Yeah. So, I mean, okay, but yeah, that's that's annoying. That's very annoying. KG, now, we, we, we done brought their ears up. No, no, let, let, just solutions. That's the, the last part, solutions. And I'm a, I'm a, let me go first real quick. My biggest solution, if you're going to leave Landover, you're going to leave that stadium open. Daniel Snyder is still going to own that stadium. He can still make money off that stadium. You could actually have high school games there. You can open it up to college games, get the daggone Eagle One Bowl back there. Uh, 82,000, KJ. 82,000 is not coming to a, 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 a high school football hey. game. You, you might – it depending on what school it is, you might get two, three, you might get five thousand if it's a championship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You hold your but, championships there. But what I'm saying is, you got an eighty-two thousand seat stadium, a, a gas, electric. <laughs> you know what Trendy. I'm saying? Uh, concessions. You you have to open certain things, and I know it would be scaled back, but it. I don't think uh, economically is is feasible. I think once they leave that, that has to get torn down. Wow. I think they got another... Look how many people have left L.A. Coliseum, man. L.A. Coliseum seats 115,000. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at and it only now. Team but that, they've done but the only team that sells out L.A. Coliseum is USC. And they sell out every yeah, seat. And that's what I'm saying. You, you got USC. That's a powerhouse. It's no powerhouse in this area to take over that stadium. No. Like, if the Terps were a powerhouse and you could get them to maybe come two or three games there... They're not a. It's no powerhouse locally to take over that stadium. No. So. But now my alternative, if you do leave, go back to DC. You can take RFK site, and contrary to popular belief, you can strip that stadium down. I'm talking about. I wouldn't care if you razed it, took everything out, and don't strip it down to bare bones. Take that whole entire site, redevelop it, and put yourself a stadium there, a state of the art stadium. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I think that would be the move because nobody plays the RFK. They got they built a brand new stadium for DC United. Um, the Wizards have some place to play. The Mystics has a have have a new home in Southeast. So it's no team that that that's it's probably gonna be what just used for concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. You tore that down and just move the concerts to FedEx for temp- temporarily and build yourself what you want. Because from the get go, I don't think this is what Dan Snyder right. wanted. But- he, he inherited it. But it, it came with the sale of the team. But yeah. when you build this stadium, I'm not saying you got a rival AT&T stadium in Dallas because that's just the biggest outdoor nope. toilet bowl that I've ever seen in my life with a retractable roof. It's a toilet bowl. Now, that big screen you got hanging down from the middle of the field is stupid. But you take that and you spend the money and you put a dome on that stadium – we get ourselves a Super Bowl here. 
I'm not saying that the Redskins gonna make the Super Bowl anytime soon. I'm I'm not gonna jinx them like that. But we can actually get a Super Bowl game here. Do you know the type of revenue that would come to this area? That right there. And building a stadium in DC, this is a shout out to Big Smooth 399. It creates jobs. It's gonna create uh, 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 a lot of money. It's gonna generate money to the businesses around. It's gonna read. It, it, just look at what what it was first called the MCI Center, then Verizon, now Capital. Just look at what that stadium has done. That arena has done for that part of Chinatown in DC. It re- that's you. You don't. It re. I mean, it was nothing down mm-hmm. there. It was nothing going on down there. So if you rebuild at RFK, you already have a metro station there. You already have a metro station there. Um, some bus lines that go there. So you already got public transportation. Public transportation from a stadium shouldn't be any more than 10 minutes True. away. So you already got that part taken care of. You you know, you got a major highway with 295. Uh, they probably might need some upgrades, mm-hmm. you know, from, the, from, the, from, from when they left in the 90s to now. But you got a major highway there. You got plenty of parking. Why not? But then think about this. It don't have to be ninety five thousand. You can make it eighty six thousand and just leave it at that. But then on the eighty six thousand, you think about it. You got eighty six thousand faithful that's packed in there, shoulder to shoulder, and the Cowboys come to town. But you keep a, a few little things that you know you had with RFK. That bottom row that rocks. You know, the fans jump up and down and it rock. And it's built in the stadium for that. You ain't got to pipe in noise because with that dome over, like they do in Seattle, how they got it. And they had sound and the engineers come in to find out how to make it louder. Mm-hmm. And we go from being, you know, hey, to <laughs> all day long. And it's all for the Redskins. But your concessions are affordable. It's good. For, I'm sorry. It's great food. It's something that everybody wants to do. It's an experience that everybody wants to join into. Like, people are saying, if you haven't been to a Redskin game at this new stadium, you're missing out. Yeah. That's what you want. Well, speaking, speaking of that, we need to bang the drum and see if the Redskins invite sideline junkies to one of the home games coming up before the end of the year. What I think, think we should do that. All right, we're going. We're going to bang the drum on Twitter. All the anybody that listens to us, help us get help help get the sideline junkies to FedEx Field for a Redskins home game. That so, you know what? That'll be a, a lot of video. We'll have a lot of content to come in. No, oh, Instagram Live will absolutely. be popping. Absolutely, but we we're going we're going to bring it, and everybody's going to see it, and we definitely going to. Uh, Give you every every step of the way with us. So, but what's your solution? What's your b- number one big solution? Number one big solution is uh, right now at FedEx Field. Change the experience. Settle this stuff with uh, with Metro. Um, it can't be settled. <laughs> unfortunately, it, it can't. But figure out. It, I mean, it's not hard to do traffic control to get in and out of the stadium. It shouldn't be so hard. Um. Not only that, the concessions make them affordable. Make the ticket prices affordable. I mean, it's not like I'm paying two hundred dollars and I'm sitting outside freezing my took us off. 
but you know, I pay the same amount, maybe fifty dollars more, and I can sit inside and I'm heated. Nah, it should be if I want to sit in an executive suite or uh, any kind of suite. Yeah, I can I can see myself paying two hundred dollars, but if I want to sit in the seats with the fans, no more than seventy five, a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars if I'm at the bottom row, right at the daggone at the uh the back of the bench. I can see that. Anything else, that's just uncivilized, and it's just bring them ticket prices down, bring them concession prices down. It's not all about money. It's about the experience of the fan. If you give me a great experience, I guarantee you I'm going to keep coming back. But when I come back, I'm going to come back with more and more fans. Indeed. And and that's my number one uh, solution is right now lower the ticket prices. Um, I guarantee you that I guarantee you that will bring people in. If you told me right now, if, if, if an ad popped on there and said, uh, next game, do Atlanta come here? Uh, I think Atlanta does come here again. I'm, I'm, if, if 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 something popped up and said four seats, two hundred dollars, uh, everybody get a hot dog and a soda. I, we there. We there. That's not bad. Upper bowl. I don't care. Yeah, upper bowl. That's and the the, the sad part about it, it's not a it's not really a truly bad seat in the house. And I was about to say that, and it goes the same with Capital One Arena. They made it really good. So when you're sitting in, in the upper bowl, you could actually still see the game and, and, and follow the game. You're not looking at ants running around caught, uh, or carrying breadcrumbs. And the same thing goes with FedEx Field. You're in the upper bowl. You know, if you got, you know, we guys, you might have, you know, need some binoculars or something. But for the most part, you can see the game. Mm. You can see the game. You can see. I'd rather sit further back because when you sit lower down, you can only see one portion of the field really yeah. good. And versus sitting up top, and all you got to do is scan the whole field. You can pick out the play before it's happening, and and I, I'd rather sit up top. But so, but they have to get creative with their deals and bring people in. You want your list back? One, you got to put a product on the field that's that's contending for the NFC East title yearly. You have to do that, and then you have to make your ticket prices to a point where people aren't. Like just mortgaging, you know, their their, their bills <laughs> for the month, trying to trying to get yeah, to a game. To get season tickets, you gotta take out a second mortgage on the house. Yeah, you can't not you can't you can't do it. You gotta know your demographic, and I know a lot of people come from north and south mm-hmm. that that don't live around the stadium. I understand that maybe they can afford it more, but the people in the immediate area. You gotta, you gotta cater to your people. That's and that's and that's all. You I know what? Say. One more thing, and this will make the stadium experience way better. Now, when that stadium opened in '97, Landover Mall was still open. If you opened up a mall with restaurants, shops, you put the Hall of Fame, the Redskins Hall of Fame store in there, everything. Before and you know you Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, Dave and Buses, whatever, but it's an indoor mall. That's very, very large. Couple anchor stores like Landover Mall used to be. You put it in that spot. So you can tailgate in the parking lot. But hey, if you don't want to be outside, you come on over over to Landover Mall, do a little shopping, get your things together, head on over. And everybody can walk from Landover Mall over to the stadium. And the next thing you know, you just created even more jobs because you built the mall. But you're creating commerce for that area. 
So next thing you know, that area around the stadium starts getting built up a little bit more, i.e. the way Chinatown did with Capital One. You start putting stores and, and shops and everything around the stadium. Make the experience I better. Think that, I think I think that presents, uh, I was listening to y'all, I think that presents one, oh, one problem I'm thinking of when the Redskins don't play, who's going to fill this mall? But, <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know we dying for a mall and, like and, that. We're dying for well, it. Well, I'm saying you got you got the the new the new outdoor mall up the street from I forgot what it's called. Wait, I hope you're not talking about the boulevard. Right off of two oh two. You talking about the boulevard? No, 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 not the boulevard. Is it Woodmore uh, shopping center? That's but get this <laughs> see that's a whole nother show right there. How do you put an outdoor mall in a well, winter no, climate? Saying, <laughs> well 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 we, we all know why they're doing it. But what I'm saying is it's hard, it's gonna be you can't you already have that up the street with uh, uh, anchor stores. You you can't uh, you can't afford to put another. You know, if anything, they maybe should have put the Dave and Buster's there. Um, yeah, there. Yeah, somewhere maybe took out some parking and put the Dave and, because you already got parking. You just need a a, a piece of the lot to put a Dave mm-hmm. and Buster's there. That would have been awesome, and then everybody knows where it is because it's at FedEx Field. And so. yeah, they do have that right up the street in Woodmore. But you know what? Instead of calling it Landover Mall, you call it Woodmore too. You make you take that and you put that right there, and you add more stores to it because in actuality, Landover Mall is on one side of the Beltway. Woodmore is directly on the other side. Mm-hmm. Sure so is. you know you got Woodmore and Woodmore too, but you got different stores and different things, and you're creating more commerce. It's all about the dollar, man. They can make the money if they do it. Hey, KG, man, take us out of here. We done burnt their ears off. Well, you know what? We got to come right back uh, in a little while with our post-game show. Um, Hey, thank you to No Steak Jake, Big Smooth 399 on Twitter. Appreciate y'all input. Appreciate y'all responses, the emails, the tweets, everything. It's much love. So shout out to both of you two gentlemen. Uh. Hey, man, you can hear us right here on Anchor, Spotify, everything. If you want to get in touch with us, sidelinejunkies247.com. I'm shit. <laughs> sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. And don't forget to keep an eye out for sidelinejunkies.com. We're working on that as we speak. Hey, man, good yes, sir. KG, appreciate you, KG. We got to gear up for the post game. Yes, so. sir. So, everybody, stay tuned.